everyone, welcome back to our podcast, Chats with UN92Insider, the first episode of third year. Today's a little bit different as Millie's unable to record with us. However, we have got our replacement, Asila, who has been featured on the podcast before. So hi, Asila, how are you? Great, thank you. So today we have the pleasure to be joined by Sarah Prouse and Marnie Miller to show what it takes to become a powerful, basically a powerful woman. <laughs> so welcome both. How are you? Very well, thank you. Well, thank you for having us. Thank you for the intro. Powerful women. We've got to, <laughs> something to live up to here, Marnie. No pressure then. <laughs> so we have got a little warm up for you both. Quick fire questions. Okay. So are you ready? We are always. <laughs> <laughs> the first one, we started easy. What's your go-to place in Manchester? Oh, I'm not sure that is easy. There's so many amazing <laughs> places in Manchester. Uh, go-to place. Um, I like the art gallery. I love Ma the Manchester Art Gallery. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good choice. I love Manchester Cathedral because that's on the border of Manchester and Salford. Yeah. Where Vimto was born. Uh, and we had our 110th birthday party there. And the whole cathedral was lit purple. So oh, it's wow. a beautiful, beautiful Lovely. place. On the um, topic of Vimto, what's your favourite Vimto product? My favourite Vimto product is Vimto bonbons. Mm, they're mm. a good one. I like the squash though as well. Yeah, the squash, squash is good. Squash is my favourite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. be controversial. I don't like Vimto. <gasps> oh, <laughs> how rude! <laughs> how rude! <laughs> <laughs> I might have to side with Sarah with this one. <laughs> there we go. No. Or shall I tell you, when I received my OBE, yeah. I went to Buckingham Palace and I was absolutely thrilled uh, when Prince William awarded me with my honour. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he let me down because he told me on that day he was brought up on Ribena and hadn't <laughs> ever tasted Vimto. Oh, oh my goodness. So the future King of England has oh, never no. had has Vimto. Never had Vimto. <laughs> Very <laughs> distressing. You should have sent him a crate of it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I see you can vouch for me the amount of Vimto squash oh. I go through. A it's lot. addicting. It's, it makes it so much nicer. <laughs> it's better than my beaner anyway. Brilliant. Absolutely is. Um, so we'll go, it's similar to drinks, but are you more of a white wine or a red wine kind of person? White wine. White wine every time. Yeah. Good answer. <laughs> champagne uh, by preference. Yeah. <laughs> what is your favourite concept of UN92? Oh, that's a, that's a great <laughs> question. So for me, it would have to be the character and personal development. Mm. That for me is the, the really unique part of our proposition. Yeah. I think it's days like today when you actually see you guys already doing the job of your dreams. Yeah. And we've got so many <laughs> students who are, 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 are making it real already. So that, that bit for me is, uh, is, is the most heartening yeah. bit of UA92. We make it real. Definitely. Yeah. So uh, this is this could be a bit controversial, or scandalous, I would say. But what w do you have a preferred, like, favorite member of the class of '92? Without offending anyone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't really care if I do offend anybody um, because I'm chairman of the board, so they all have to behave themselves. Uh, but uh, we don't see him that often now. 
uh, but Phil Philip Neville is, yeah. is probably one of the nicest men I, I've met and you know did a great job with the England football team you know over in America now yeah. just a lot of work for his wife with charity so yeah he's a lovely love I mean they're all nice but yeah. he's <laughs> extra specially nice <laughs> So I'm going to be really controversial. I didn't know who Class of 92 were before <laughs> I took this job. So uh, the only one I've met is Gary. So I, yeah. at the moment, I'd have to say Gary just because that's the only one I've met. Yeah, But same I do way. know who they are now. I looked them up. <laughs> so uh, I do know who they are. <laughs> you can only get away with saying that if you're the CEO. <laughs> <laughs> so do you listen to podcasts or are you more radio? I'm more radio. Yeah, I'm more radio. I mean, I, I do listen to podcasts now. It's on BBC Sounds because I find, you know, nice and easy to yeah. locate. But yeah, I, I'm of a generation where, you know, I, I still like the radio. I do like a bit of radio too. Um, I listen mostly to Five Live. Yeah. And Radio Times is excellent if you download Radio Times, yeah. you know, just to learn about what's going on in the world more generally in a very, very balanced uh, way of broadcasting. So I quite like that as well. We won't take offence to the fact you don't like podcasts. <laughs> oh, no, no, I didn't say we didn't like it. But... Do, you? Um, do you prefer going out or staying in? Stay in. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> sound very exciting, that answer, but but there's something really nice about a quiet night in. Just relaxing. Yeah. Just in your pyjamas watching a movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think when yeah. you come back to your very kind introduction, I don't know whether Sarah will agree with me, I think... Um, you know, when you've got a really busy job mm. um, and you're doing lots of different things every day of the week for every hour that you're at work, um, you know, it, it's it's quite hard to keep that momentum mm. going yeah. on an evening as well. So I don't know how Sarah feels, but, uh, you know, I very much always gave it my all uh, during the week. Um, and therefore, yes, lots of networking if, yeah. if need be. But other than that, I tend to be a bit of a home bird because I do think you have to regroup um, and rest mm. and you know make sure you recharge, you recharge. Yeah. that's the word I'm recharge. looking for yeah oh yes I would agree <laughs> sorry <laughs> yes Marnie just suddenly looked at me then um no I would agree I mean there, there is there is something lovely about a good night out though with friends yeah. you know that that is lovely but I think I really when somebody says oh what are you up to this weekend and I say nothing it's like it's almost like I mean that in a good way it's like it's really special to not be up to anything yeah. Um, because often, you know, you're, you're rushing here, there and everywhere at the weekend as well. So, yeah, a weekend with nothing on is actually my favourite weekend. Definitely. No time scales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for answering those questions. I feel like the listeners definitely know you both a lot better now. So moving on into the main attraction, let's get into the podcast. So to get started... Uh, Sarah, you're the new CEO of UA92, and Marnie, you've been in the UA92 community since basically the doors opened. But could you tell us a bit more about your background and previous job roles before coming to UA92? Sure. So, um, so I've been here about seven months now, and previous to that, my as I mentioned earlier, my background is consumer retail. Mm -hmm. So I've been in in um, consumer retail for thirty years in different businesses. So Debenham, Shop Direct, uh, River Island, Hotter Shoes, Land's End, so a whole raft of different brands. Um, I've always been, tended to be in the fashion and footwear space. Mm -hmm. And so for me, joining UA92 was, um, was a deliberately different choice for me. 
um, and it was um, it was about wanting to do something very different and to see whether I could use the consumer skills and experience that I had from from those 30 years within the higher education sector. And what I've actually seen is there are more similarities than there are differences. So UA92 is a very strong brand and the customer, you students, are at the heart of our proposition. And that's exactly what you know I did for 30 years in consumer retail. So yeah. it's actually a lot more similar than I thought it would be. So that's my background. Yeah, and my background, um, eight years uh, prior to uh, finishing in December uh, 2020, can't believe it's 12 months ago, uh, I had the pleasure of running Vimto Nichols uh, PLC. So I was the CEO there. Um, my background is sales and marketing. Um, but uh, prior to joining Nichols, I, I ran a factory for five years up in the northeast of England, um, a, a, an international soft drinks business. And I've actually been in soft drinks um, the, the vast majority of, of my career, so over 25 years. And uh, very similar uh, to UA92, um, you know, a, a very fast paced environment, lots of innovation. Um, but interestingly, quite traditional with very, very large branded um, people in, in the sector. So, you know, wherever we took Vimto in the world, we're always up against Red Bull, Coca-Cola, uh, Pepsi. So, you know, to stay on top of our game, you know, our strap line was to be refreshingly different. And here we're deliberately different. So, again, very much like Sarah, a, a, a lot of associations and a lot of similarities um, uh, rather than lots of big differences. Yeah. So as two soon to set graduates, what advice would you give to like graduates? Because you mentioned marketing and I'm really interested in going into marketing. So what would you say as you graduate is the top like advice to get into the industry? Yeah, I, I, I think it's really important to, to think about how broad you can make your career because I certainly wouldn't be a CEO or chair of this wonderful board if I hadn't worked in lots of different parts of an organization. So you might automatically think um, that operations is not for you, supply chain's not for you, uh, but actually getting that broad appreciation how an overall business works. Um, and therefore, whilst it's probably really important to you to have a career path that is going to excite you it, you know it's going, going to make sure that you stay interested and you love it because we spend a lot of time at work so to love your job is really important but just have that broadness about thinking well is this an organization I'm, I'm going to feel comfortable have they got good values do I feel as if I belong here is it got a sense of purpose and therefore you might not get that job right at the beginning but entering an organization and starting your career in, in a business with a sense of purpose and, and something that you feel comfortable with I think for me would be you know really important so stay quite open-minded yeah so from that um say you were like obviously as a graduate it's difficult to get the job so you kind of take what you get at the beginning if you're not happy in that role would you suggest moving out of it then and trying something new completely yeah, I mean, I, I think, again, it comes down to uh, are you happy with the organisation you're yeah. working in? 
Um, and, you know, are, are, are you comfortable with that organisation? Because that's a very different conversation with your line manager and how you're going to um, uh, orchestrate your personal development compared to actually, I don't feel this business is right for me. So I, yeah. I, I think it's important to understand what, what, what's not making you happy. And, you know, I often said uh, to, you know, my children, sometimes it's really important to find out what you don't like doing mm. as much as what you do like doing, because every time you do a role that you think that's not really quiet for me or I'm finding this really tough usually it's taking you out of your comfort zone and that's what you're feeling more unhappy mm. and uncomfortable about so I think it's really sort of self-reflecting as you will have done while you're in UA92 yeah. what, 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 what is going on here that, that that's not making me as happy as I think I should be okay. mm. thank you uh, just to add to that I would also say when you're when you're looking for a job just um just just do your research because the interview process it's it's a two-way street you're interviewing them just as much as they're interviewing you and as marnie said it need you need to you need to look for something that fits with your value set that you're comfortable so doing your research is really important and it's not just looking at their web their website it's you know try to get some some feedback either from the customer or from colleagues you know really think hard about trying to find out what that business is really like so that you know whether it's going to be a fit for you so i would definitely say you know remember you're interviewing them as much as they're interviewing you yeah definitely those are amazing amazing tips <laughs> thank you so much uh, so as both of you are women in like leadership positions, were there any challenges or backlash when you first started your role? And if they were, how did you overcome those challenges? I, I, think, I've, I think I've been very lucky actually in my career because I don't think I've ever felt any barriers or um, difficulties because of my gender in terms of mm -hmm. my career progress. Um, I think the companies that I've worked for have always been, um, you know, quite quite progressive, um, and I've always found, you know, the promotions have come when I've worked hard and, you know, been been right for for the person, um, you know, with the for the role, and so I actually, you know, I look back on my career and I think I've actually been quite lucky because I don't think I've had any backlash or or any barriers. But there have been occasions when potentially I've had what, what I would call imposter syndrome. When you're in a situation and you feel, should I be here? Do I have the experience? Do I have the right to be in this room? Particularly if it's a very male environment mm -hmm. and you're perhaps the only woman at that meeting or you know, at, at that um, table. And what I would say to, to the next generation coming through is you know, be confident in yourself, be absolutely confident in who you are, be your authentic self. You know, never let a situation define you, you define the situation. And so never feel that that sort of, you know, that that bias that, that you shouldn't be there. You're there for a reason because you've worked hard, because yeah. you've, you know, you've got your qualifications, you've got your experience. And so, so never try and let a situation define you always you know have that confidence and be authentic 
I mean, I, I'd agree with Sarah um, uh, that, you know, again, I'd look back on my career um, and uh, I've, I've never uh, hit the glass ceiling, uh, so to speak. Um, and very much like Sarah, um, never felt there's been any barriers uh, put in my way to, to, to be successful. Um, you know, I, I, I think uh, networking, um, I still find challenging e even now. Um, and I do think you find ways of coping with those situations. Um, I think particularly when you're a, a, a working mom as well and you know, you're making choices about am I going home to bath the kids and read a story or am I going out to network? And I think you know, that's where my observations through my career is that uh, you know, it is important for women to network, you know, whether you're working mom or not, um, because actually, particularly later in my career, uh, the opportunities have come via my network because of your reputation and you know the the, the level of success you have and uh, it puts you in in good stead. The, the only time I've, I've ever really felt uncomfortable gender-wise, um, and I, I referred to it a little bit earlier, is when I ran the ran the factory up in in the northeast because uh, they'd never had a female um, managing director before. Um, a very male-dominated workforce in a production environment. Um, I'm very personable, you know, I, I, I like to be on shop floors, but I found it quite intimidating. Um, and I had to work out how I was going to remember all these guys and become relatable because they were quite a fiery set of guys. Um, they hadn't had any training in five years prior to me joining the business, no pay rises, um, you know, output and product efficiency had been very poor. Uh, and just real disillusioned with the management that were prior to me and a very, very aggressive union. And I'd never dealt with a union uh, in my whole career. So, you know, I, ha I had to find ways which, you know, it all came down to football, a bit of a theme here with mm -hmm. the class of 92, <laughs> but running a factory up in the northeast, football mad, you know, whether it's Newcastle, Sunderland, Borough. Uh, and certainly if I was trying to organise overtime on a Saturday, no chance if there was a local <laughs> derby. And it took me a good few months to work that out, surprisingly. But once I got in my head who they supported, you know, what, what their family circumstances were, uh, and lots of listening, even on the shop floor, which was very noisy, you know, I soon found those relationships developed. And again, when I got my OBE, one of the nicest letters I had was from our previous, my shop steward uh, at um, Refresco, who, you know, thanked me uh, for everything I'd done there. And this was like a good 10 years later. So, uh, yeah, as much of it's at hard, it was a big learning curve as well. So you've been here since you were 92 opened the doors to the first cohort. Have you seen any changes after being around for almost three years? And what are you most proudest of? Yeah, I mean, lots of changes, not not least of all the uh, cohort of students growing to, where are we now, Sarah, circa 400, mm -hmm. the buzz uh, on, on campus. And, um, you know, it makes me really proud um, to to sit here with, with you guys and, and know that you're almost ready to fly the nest. And I know you probably don't think that's uh, quite happening yet, but it will be here before you know it. And I think, you know, being part of such a traditional sector as higher education is 
but doing something as disruptive as UA92. And you guys were really, really brave joining us. I mean, let's be, be clear, there was no campus when you yeah. first decided <laughs> to come here. And, you know, yeah. you're part of its DNA, you're part of its fabric. And I mean, I hope when you're being interviewed 15 years from here on in by, you know, uh, some prospective students, you know, you, you'll feel as proud to because, you know, you guys make this place. And, uh, you know, it makes me really proud to, to see you actually not just achieving your academic studies, but you actually growing as people. And, you know, that's really visible for me to see, um, you know, just speaking with you guys. Yeah, that's really nice. We said that we would never have done a podcast if we went to yeah. any other university. It's definitely something, like, it does help you grow coming here, I mm. think, as well as just academically, like you said. Mm. For everyone, I think. Yeah, for everyone, <laughs> definitely. Um, so this is a question for Sarah. Okay. Since you're very, I would say, well, not very new, but you are new uh -huh. to the UNX, the communi community, um, what, what are you looking forward to most? Like, what future are you hoping to bring for UNX 2 There's a lot I'm looking forward to. So um, our first graduation, so I'm sure you two are looking forward <laughs> to yeah. that as well. <laughs> so um, that's going to be a very special moment in our journey um, for us as well as for you. And we're planning a very different graduation for you. So we're Ooh. calling it Graduation Reimagined. Uh, it will be the best of traditional graduation, but with modern celebration. So it's going to be wow. a, a real celebration of your achievements and that bold, brave decision, as Marnie said, to come here when the, you know, make that decision when the campus wasn't even built. So I'm hugely looking forward to that. Um, we have a, a lot of uh, plans in terms of development for the facility, for the student experience, uh, for the product offering and the academic offering. Um, so I'm really looking forward to the next six months because we've got big plans for the campus and, and the experience. So it's, it's going to be an exciting um, next six months. Sounds very exciting. It does. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to graduation and... <laughs> Of what it's going to be yeah <laughs> it's going to be fun <laughs> so finally just to conclude what is one piece of advice you give to young women who are on the way to become the powerful so my advice would be um before you before you can be a leader of teams and people you need to be a leader of yourself and and by that i mean you need to you need to work on your own development and and that's why the personal and character development here at UA92 is so important because it prepares you for the workplace, it, it develops your resilience skills, your communication skills, your teamwork skills. And that's what I mean about being a leader of yourself, getting yourself into a place where you can then be a leader of other people. And, and a lot of the, the skills you need as, as a leader are um, are little hacks and, and toolkits so that you can perform in difficult situations and in stressful situations. And, and what I would recommend is that you, you all have a coach and a mentor, and obviously you get, you get that here at yeah. UA92, but that, that's really important, and I would encourage you to continue that as you, you go on into your careers, to always have that, that support network. Um, and again, foster, foster your own network, whether it be friends or family, so that you, you've got your people around you. Um, and then once, you, once you, you've developed and you've become almost like a leader of yourself, 
Um, I would then I would then say in terms of tips, I would say always be your authentic self. You know, never never let a, a situation or another person define you. Um, I would say don't be afraid to fail. Failure can be a really important learning moment. Um, if you do fail, you know, reflect on it. What's gone wrong there? Learn from it, and then you know, build forward from that. Um, and I would say as well, you know, make make sure you enjoy what you do. You know, life is for life is for living. It's for having fun. So so you know, if you're doing something and you're not enjoying it, then you know, think about what it is you need to you need to do to to move on from that. Um, so hopefully that's helpful. Yeah, really <laughs> definitely. Helpful. Thank you. Yes, so just to probably just build on what Sarah uh, would say, I think um, it's uh, helpful if you say yes more than you say no. Um, I think by saying yes and taking yourself into different situations, different environments, different opportunities, um, you know, that, that brings with it experience and coming back to Sarah's point about failure or something you don't like, you, you learn along the way. Um, I think it's important to be determined. So again, you've learned a lot about being resilient here. You'll be need to be determined to achieve what you want to do. Um, always ready to learn, always be curious. And I, and I think uh, even now, you know, I will attend um, seminars or, um, you know, I will go to conferences. Um, um, if there's something I really want to learn about for myself or learn about something that's related to, to the businesses that I'm in. And I think at some point in your career, there will be a moment where you will need to be brave and take a leap. Mm -hmm. um, and you don't know you're being brave. You don't know the courage you've got until actually you've gone through it and you've come through the other side. And there are a couple of points in my career when I didn't realise I was actually as brave as, as I was. And it comes back to Sarah's point about being authentic and being true to yourself. It's at that point you think, right, this really matters and I'm going to jump through uh, and bash that wall down. Thank you. That's really good advice from both of yeah, you. Definitely. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, thank it's you been for really us. insightful. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it's been such a honor basically to have you <laughs> to to get to here and basically get to know more about you knowing that we have some similarities except for the brussels sprouts thing yeah unfortunately <laughs> you don't don't know. Know. <laughs> <laughs> ah yeah but you might learn to love you brussels sprouts <laughs> when, when you get to uh, our stage of life <laughs> thank you well thank you very much thank you guys thank you see ya